Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right uh, here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for How's Your Mama? Yep. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single idea. Uh, I'm sorry, a single topic. Yes. Sorry, a single topic. Many ideas. And from that single topic, spring many ideas yes. on how to get rich from said topic. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that sums it up. Yeah, I got nothing else to say about it. No, that's that's what needs to be said. Right. Oh, wait, no. I also got to say. Okay. Uh, so we don't uh, charge you for anything. No. We don't expect you to buy anything. We no. don't have a get rich quick with Josh and Old store. Yeah. This isn't Avon. No, this is not Avon. We don't <sighs> do. This isn't Tupperware. We don't go to your house. It's not Tupperware. And have and have get rich quick with Josh and Noel parties. This where is an Amway. This is not Amway. This is not a multi-level marketing scheme. There's one level. Yeah. And it starts with Josh and that other guy. Yeah. Josh may look like Fonzie, but I this is not like a Fonzie. Ponzi scheme. Uh, oh, wow. You did a Fonzie Ponzi reference. They're close. Mm, yes, they are. They are close. I'll give you that 100%. I guess I should have just said yes and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me ask you something. As someone who who uh, uh, studied, uh, what is that 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 f- form of comedy that you studied? Uh, improv. Improv for so long. What if you really think it's a bad idea? You're allowed to not say yes. Really? Yeah. And just shut it down. No. Well, so here's the thing. Uh huh. You're building a reality. <clears throat> uh huh. And the easiest way to tell somebody who's new to it how to Build on the reality that other people are helping build is to say yes and. But you could say no but as long oh, as it's no said but. you could say anything. You're just you just can't deny the piece of reality that they created oh. is reality. So you can't say, but that wouldn't happen. <clears throat> you could if it's if it supports the world that's being created. But clear oh, I see what you're saying. Right? So if they go off the rails on the world that's being created, you can sort of reel it back in. Is no, that what you're saying? That's not what I'm saying. It I'm saying if saying but that wouldn't happen fits mm-hmm. the world you're creating, then then you're supporting that world uh, by saying so that. Abstract. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I can't I can't wrap my head around it. I'm just saying I can't wrap my head. It's not you. Don't look at me like I've insulted you. Okay. This is so. Why are you getting upset I, with I'm me? I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay. saying I'm, I'm going to give you an example. I was trying to think of an example. Oh, okay. That, to use your exact words, right? Uh-huh. So, if you started out a scene and you said like, "I heard that alligators can come up the sink and eat us in our sleep," mm-hmm. and I could answer with. Oh, but that would never happen, right? Because that's supporting what you're saying. 
Oh, I see. Right? But you would never it's, just say, nope. It's, it's building on that world. Okay. So you would never just say, nope, wouldn't happen. That, in in most cases, that would... But it, there's no absolutes, but... In most cases, that you don't want to you don't want to deny the reality they're creating. What if you don't like them as a person? Then you shouldn't be on stage with them. Is that it? As simple as that? Yeah. Okay. I guess I have some heavy thinking. Yeah, you got do. some thinking too, Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't charge anything, Noel. No, not even for that little <laughs> no, improv lesson. That was a, you gave a little improv Freebie. lesson. Freebie, yeah. guys. Yeah. Do um, some yip yap. We, we don't have a store. Yeah. We don't have an item that you need to purchase to move further up. No. We don't have levels you need to climb. Nope. Uh, no. We don't have goals that you need to no. meet. No the monogram only, sweaters. Nope. The only goals you need to meet are the ones you set for yourself. Yeah. Golds. Golds. Like the gym. Yeah. Um, and then we give you a million different ideas. Yeah. No one size fits Whoa. all. Whoa. Horse pucky. We give you a million ideas. Yeah. You find the one that fits you. On a million different best. topics. I mean, let's think about this. We've done how many shows now? A hundred. Uh, this is going to be 158, I believe. 158 shows. R- average three and, and a quarter ideas per show. <laughs> Okay. Because there's several shows where it's there's like three or two, but a lot uh-huh. where there's four, and we've had some guest ones where we've done sort of quick fire, yeah. like where we've each thrown out like five yeah. ideas. So we'll say three and a quarter ideas per show. Yeah. Times a hundred and... So just think, three and a quarter, that's three, four, fifty, like almost 500 ideas. Yeah. Different ideas. Completely different... Well, not completely different ideas, we, we have we've, like two or three themes. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the point, you guys. You get the point. If, if you went to a restaurant and all they served was pepperoni pizza and blamed you if you didn't like pepperoni That's pizza, right. what kind of restaurant would that be? That's right. We are like the diner yeah. of financial help. Yeah, the menu is like a phone book. It's like 22 pages yeah. and everything's different, but a lot of the same ingredients are used. <laughs> Yeah, there's turkey in a lot of yeah, things. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of variations on an omelet. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, the eggs are all there. Yeah. But it's all the different things that flavor it up. Mm-hmm. That's right. And one man's, you know, one man's omelet could be a Western. Another man's omelet could be a, a California. That's right. I don't even like eggs. <laughs> You could have a mushroom omelet. Oh, that's double <laughs> faux pas. Anyway, you get the idea, guys. We it. don't charge you anything up front. Yeah. We don't, we're not multi-level marketing. We give yeah. you these ideas because we love people. Yeah. You pick what's best for you. And man, I'm telling you, in this day and age, we just want to help folks. We don't care where you're from. No. We don't care what you do. No. We don't, you know, we want you to better yourself. Yeah. You could be the poorest person in the world or the richest. You could and be, we'll just help you yeah. get richer. You could have been five generations from this country or just gotten here yesterday. You could be getting here tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, we don't care. Day after tomorrow. You could not even be in our country because you listen in another country. You could. And our our ideas are transferable. Yep. You could be an American-hating <laughs> monster. Yeah. Plotting about how do I raise money to fight America? That's right. We don't care. Yeah. As long as 
at the end of it all, when you've made all that money, you give us 10%. That's you tithe it. us. <laughs> That's it. We don't care. Yeah. That's all we care about uh-huh. is our 10%, because that is what makes the world go round. Money makes the world go round, yeah. the world yeah. go round, the world go round. Yeah. Money makes the world go round. That is going to up our German listenership. Yeah, right there. You guys, we're probably popping up. 100%, which yeah. will mean there'll be two. Yeah. <laughs> it might. Anyway, guys. Uh, yeah. So that's it. That's 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 our deal. And I haven't seen Noel ooh, in about a week. And my mistake, so I haven't been on Facebook. Uh-huh. Really at all? Yeah. In about a month. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm on a Facebook hiatus. Twitter, I don't ever do anything. A little mm-hmm. bit of Instagram. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm I'm getting off of social media altogether. Mm-hmm. To which one I told my wife this. So what? That means you're just going to play games all the time on your phone. Mm-hmm. That was what she said, and I responded with, I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh uh uh, so I was not reminded. Uh, until my phone did it the day before that last week's show, yeah. I should have mentioned that Noel's birthday happened between last show and this, last show. Show, and this show. Yeah. But I feel like it's proper to say, hey, everybody, want to wish Noel a happy birthday. It's always better to do it earlier than later. Yeah, it's good. But it's a little late. I'm fine. I'm not going to give a day yeah, or fine. date. Wait, wait, not. But a happy birthday to Noel Deneen. Oh, thanks. My partner on the show for a little over, well, three years and one week, two weeks? About. Yeah, so there you go. There happy you go, birthday, guys. Noel. Yeah, thanks. Uh, send, him our, send him his 10%, guys. Send me well, my 10%. 5%. Wrap it my, up. My, my, we each get 5%. Yeah, but 10%. I'll cut it like a cake. Really? Like Even a if birthday you only got cake. 5%? No, 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 the 10%. Yeah. Oh, I see. So I'll, I'll get a slice. A cake. I'll get a slice and you'll get the rest of it? It'll be 50-50. You're a fucking piece of... Oh, Okay. <laughs> Why would you slice a birthday cake 50-50? Oh, that's not how you eat cake? <laughs> you must have more friends than me. <laughs> I, 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 I eat the whole cake by myself. That's how I do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Happy birthday, Noel. But I haven't seen you all week. No. How's your week been, man? Well, as you said, Monday was my birthday. All right, so you tell them the date. Uh, and um, I uh, was leaving work. Got in the elevator to leave. Me and ten other fellows, people, not all fellows, uh, in the elevator. Uh-huh. Were these uh, were these coworkers? Were you guys going out? There was one person from my office, and okay. the rest were just rando so building So it wasn't people. like a group of you going out to celebrate your birthday? No, no. And we weren't going out to celebrate. I was just leaving work. Gotcha. And uh, the elevator got stuck. No. Yeah. And we hit the little buzzer thing to... The alarm, and the person came on the intercom. And they're like, "Oh, yeah, uh, we just called the <laughs> elevator company. Uh-huh. They'll be here in five minutes." I don't believe that for a and second. And this five minutes kept rolling, or everything kept being in five minutes. Uh, and you know, it's been hot and humid lately. Yeah, it's been horrible here in New York. Well, I think all over the Northeast. So, and it was a pretty crowded elevator. So it just, the temperature kept going up and oh, up no. in the elevator. There's this one woman in the elevator who just kept talking about how she's not going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Which luckily she didn't because obviously she was the person who was going to freak out if uh-huh. it freaked out. Uh, but it kept getting hotter and hotter. The walls got like, from people's breath and sweat, just like wet. 
Oh. Oh. Yeah, it was getting a little gross in there. Uh-huh. And finally they got us out. So then I walked down the stairs and I went, uh, you know, I've been doing the storytelling stuff. Uh-huh. So I went to that and uh, my lady friend met me there. Nice. She had never gone to it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, right I've, never, in, I've it, never gone to one either. Yeah. Interesting, because I've never known when they've been. They're on Monday nights. Oh, always. Yeah, Monday nights, 7 o'clock. Where? At the, at the duplex right next to the Stonewall. Really? The yeah. duplex two blocks away from me? Next to Stonewall. Yeah. You know where it is. I've told you this before. I've, you've never told me that it was at I've the duplex. I've said it in the show. No. I've told you I've bumped in, or I saw you walking one time right before it, and I said where it was. What? Dude, you need some memory pills. I do need some memory <laughs> pills. I couldn't remember. I was talking to someone today. Yeah. So so someone was telling me that they were watching the show Patty Cake, the movie Patty Cakes. Okay. And they were like, I couldn't believe it. We didn't know that Deb was in it. She has a very small part in it. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, we couldn't believe Deb was in it. We saw her and we screamed. And I was talking about that sh- that movie, and I couldn't remember the word audition. Okay. I just couldn't. I'm like well, sitting there going, your mind is no, different. this is a fucking word that I use every day because mm-hmm. it's always like she's always got a fucking audition here, an audition there. Mm-hmm. She's she's going up for an audition or she wants to audition for or this or that or yeah. the other thing. I'd probably used it three times in the conversation with this person prior. Yeah. And I could not remember the word. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her and I'm like, I can't remember the word. And she's like, well, describe it. I say, when you go out for a job, but you're an actor. (laughs) (laughs) It was awful. It was Uh, awful. And this is what my brain is like. I just lose shit all the time. Yeah. But anyway, so you were right next to the stone wall. You did did the show. And then we did the show. I Mm -hmm. went and got some food afterwards. Yeah, and had the show go. I went went well. Yeah? Yeah. And, uh, you know, being next to the stone wall, Mm -hmm. did you feel like there were... uh, 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 Walls going up between you and your lady? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I only ask uh-huh. because, as you may know, yeah, based on the fact that you said that it was—is was it upstairs at the duplex or no the, downstairs? Really, on the yeah. first floor. Yeah. So were you like where the piano player is usually? Yeah, you stand right next to the piano. Huh. I didn't know that they were doing spoken word there. They never put any advertisements out for it or anything. They put there's a sign out front, and then they put it on like the chalkboard that uh-huh. day. Well, so this is what I'm going to say. Okay. It's interesting that you were next to the stone wall. After being stuck in that elevator with the sweaty walls. Where it felt like the walls were closing in on you as well. And dripping. And dripping. That is disgusting. Yeah. Um, because today's topic is, Noel. Oh, yeah. It, you're right. Today's topic is walls. Yeah, that wasn't even a story you told. How to that get... Was- <laughs> <laughs> that was just like a series of words that came together. It's about just my so, birthday. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, because I have a little elevator getting stuck in the elevator story. Right. So back when I was, I'm going to say 16 years old, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, I went to this sort of artsy-fartsy school, a lot of musicians in the school. And periodically what would happen is a lot of these, especially the, the, these, these musicians would put together these jam gigs. Mm-hmm. A lot of, some of them were very good musicians. Uh, uh, and they would rent out a space. There's an old building. I don't know if it's still, uh, uh, it was called the Music Building. Okay. And it was in like uh, the upper 30s on 8th Avenue. Mm-hmm. This is back in the 80s when the upper 30s and 8th Avenue was a pretty shitty neighborhood. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this building was a series of studios 
that musicians would rent, and a lot of them would live in there, but then they would rent out the studios for people to do band practices and rehearsals, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera. Um, and it was an old, shitty, sure. fucked up building. Yeah. And it had a one of those, it had a, the elevator for it was a big uh, uh, manual run elevator, uh, like freight elevator, that you had to run yourself. You didn't push a button. Everyone in it just had to fucking pull the lever. You know, no one could ever do it right, so you'd always end up like two feet space or two feet below or something like that. So we went to, someone rented out one of these places. One of these guys rented out a bunch of these guys, and there was a big jam session. A lot of the hippie kids showed up there. A lot of getting high, a uh-huh. lot of drinking, a yeah. lot of acid, a uh-huh. lot of weed, blah, 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 blah. Everyone was really fucked up. Gig ends. A bunch of us, probably about 20 Ugh. to 25 people oh. on this big old wooden freight elevator. Yeah. And one of the kids cranks the lever down. And it starts going gunk, 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 and then it's chugunk, and just stops. Uh-huh. And within seconds, people start freaking out. And it's it, it. There was a moment in it that was just like in National Lampoon's Animal House, uh-huh. where they're freaking out at the parade. Yeah. And there's the one guy sitting there going, "Everybody, be calm." Yeah. People are starting to like break out and sweating like, oh my God, I can't. I'm like tripping my balls off. I can't. Oh my God, I'm so high. Holy fuck. Oh my God, I drank so much. I'm going to be sick. No, don't you get fucking sick over there. I can't be in here. And the person with the lever is just cranking it back and forth trying uh-huh. to get to end it. You just feel this like. And at one point, this hippie dude named Kip stands up and goes like raises his arms over him and goes, Okay, everyone, calm down. Be <laughs> cool. And right when he did that, the elevator just did a big drop and then just settled down and went down the last two floors. Oh, okay. Yeah, and we all got off. Because uh, all I could think was if that had lasted for like five more minutes, uh-huh. there would have been blood <laughs> like everywhere. It would have been the, It would have been an awful disaster. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. My rule of thumb is if you get stuck in an elevator, uh huh, you know what's going to happen eventually, and you don't want to get caught doing it, so just quick, whip them down, take a poop. Oh, I thought you were going to say masturbate. No, 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 no take a poop. <laughs> like, it seems so like like it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Just get it done right away. Get it done. But don't you want to hold on? You don't want the whole thing to... I mean, even if you, even if it has to... It's your poop. You don't smell it. Scientific fact. That I love... I mean, you, see, that's not true. You do smell it. You just love the smell of it because it's yours. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just saying that's a, that's a fact. You could try and squeeze it out in the crack between the door. You said That was the first time I've ever heard you say out like a Canadian. <laughs> oh, really? You just said squeeze it out. Okay. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, walls, Noel. Walls. You know, a lot of talk about walls. There is a the lot past, of talk the about past walls. almost two years now. Oi, Chihuahua. A lot of well, actually, over two years. Oi, Chihuahua. Ooh, wow, that was awesome. Uh, yes, and yeah. Uh, anyway, Noel, how are you gonna make billions, if not trillions? First trillion dollar company. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. And you know what, Noel? Hey, what's money? They do. 
because uh, we know some of that trillions comes from one of our ideas. Yeah, I forget what it is. Uh, uh, harvesting, <laughs> harvesting the precious metals. Oh yeah, specifically gold from old cell phones. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Uh, we're coming after you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, looked up what is a wall. <laughs> right? Because uh-huh. you never know. That's true. According to Wikipedia, a wall is a structure that defines an area, carries a load, or provides shelter and security. <clears throat> if you had pooped in that elevator, mm-hmm. would have carried it a load. Would have carried a load. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then it goes on to list different types of walls. Right. Uh, in English, all types of walls are referred to as walls. <laughs> Uh, whether they be defensive or mm-hmm. definers of rooms, but a lot of languages separate these types of walls into different words. How is a wall different than a fence, though? I think a fence is a type of wall. Okay. Technically, mm-hmm. I got. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess a te- uh, a fence would be a type of wall, but a wall's not a type of fence. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that's why. I mean, that's. I think it's a reasonable question, right? Yeah, they're subsets. They're close. Uh huh. Like if you had, if you had a a a, a fencing mm-hmm. wrapped around and then put a roof over it yeah. on top of it and it balanced the, the roof on there, yeah. then you divided that area up into rooms. Yeah. Still wouldn't be a wall. It would still be right, or would it? Suddenly I think they would be walls. Wall? It's just they wouldn't be as effective as you like them to be under. For sure. certain functions, right. which uh, is perfect segue, uh, because according to the Building Science Corporation, and they're mostly talking about buildings being mm-hmm. the Building Science Corporation, <laughs> uh, the perfect wall is an environmental separator. It has to keep the outside out and the inside in. I guess that's a difference between a wall and a fence. Yeah. It needs to, well, a fence keeps the outside out and the inside in so far as critters and creatures and people, but, but not as far as air it. and water. Right, and you things know. can get through it. Yeah, Some so, critters can get through it depending on the size of it. Uh, so they, they go on to say you need to control rain, air, vapor, and heat. Then it goes on to describe the layers within the walls to separate each of these elements, blah, blah, blah. Uh the, and the defensive part of a wall is sort of left unspoken here, but you know that kind of goes with keeping the outside out part, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and throughout history, if we're going to look at defensive walls, uh, they've popped up around cities, forts, countries, properties, castles, etc. One of the early earliest major examples was the Wall of Jericho, five feet thick, seventeen feet tall. As a word of caution of how important walls are. Yeah, I fit a battle there. Yeah. The Bible says that when it fell, every man, woman, and child in Jericho were killed except for one family. Yeah. Ath- Athens. They had some great walls around uh, and also a great defensive position. And they decided that wasn't good enough. So in 465 B.C., they began building long walls. That connected Athens to Piraeus Mm -hmm. so that they would not lose access to farmland and ports when under siege, right? So they basically made a wall tunnel to another city that they also surrounded by a wall. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, so they're increasing. They're upping what's being protected, mm-hmm. right? It's not just protecting their hides from the enemies at the gates. It's protecting their way of life, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, the Great Wall of China. Well, yeah. Not just to keep out defenders, also to keep control within the borders. So it seems like to me a good thing to do would be to build extra defenses into the walls of our homes, right? Okay. What good would building giant walls around our homes really do? Despite what Trump uh, would like us to believe, the real dangers today are not bands of marauding barbarians, a.k.a. Mexicans. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Buried under the Stormy Daniels coverage a couple months ago was a report released by the government detailing a massive Russian hacking campaign to infiltrate uh, infiltrate America's critical infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Right? So first they hacked small companies that make generators or software for power plants, and from there they gained access to the power plants and the grids themselves. No one in the public sector knows exactly how far it went, but there's a lot of claims that they gained the ability to completely control at least one plant, probably more, and probably a lot more havoc could have been wrought without taking control of a grid or plant, Mm -hmm. right? You can just cause havoc. You don't have to run it smoothly. Uh, (coughs) So these are the types of threats we face today. So now keeping the outside out, it doesn't mean the barbarian storming your gate. It means... How do I keep nature out? Mm -hmm. Keeping the inside in, it means how do I keep our cushy lifestyle, right? So these are the things I was thinking about when I was reading about the Tesla Powerwall. Do you know about that? Uh, No. So he came out with this a while ago. He came out with, uh, in in conjunction with solar uh, tiles for your roof. Right. Uh, he came out with all the batteries, the storage batteries. They're giant okay. storage batteries, yeah. right? So they're giant batteries built into a wall that stores solar power. On the Tesla site, you can input the size of your house, what types of appliances you use, like an air conditioner, et cetera, et cetera. And then it tells you how many of these $8,000 units you need, right? And that right there is exactly the type of protect- uh, protection a modern wall needs to provide, right? That will help you keep the outside out and the inside in, a.k.a. keep nature, when the power grid goes down, mm-hmm. from encroaching into your house and keep your cushy lifestyle inside your house. Okay. All right. That seems a pretty, pretty broad term of what nature is. Well, nature, the elements. Uh-huh. The elements. Okay. Gotcha. You know, keep right. us from living in right. a ditch. Okay. I understand now. Uh, so uh, keeps the nature in the nature and the artificial lifestyle in the artificial lifestyle. I gotcha. Uh, so, but that's exactly what we need nowadays. Doesn't go far enough, right? So, what you're going to do, people, you're going to make more essential needs walls. Mm. Right? Power wall, fantastic start. 
Good one, Elon. Good one. Good, good on you, Elon. Yeah. Nice start. Yeah. You're lucky you got that before I got this idea, right? That's here. right. You'd be owing me money right now. Oh, boy. Uh, so you're going to make more essential needs walls. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a water wall. That's the obvious right? one. It's going right. to collect and filter rainwater yep. so you can drink it and shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're going to make two food walls, right? Any oh. any structure needs four walls, unless yep. you're living yep. in a weird triangle <clears throat> building. Uh, so one of these food walls is going to grow edible vegetation inside and out. It'll have ivy, edible ivy. It'll have... Uh, inside, you can have mushrooms <clears throat> growing at the bottom. That's already a thing, though. Yeah, but you're going to make it a, a thing. So so are batteries. Right. But Elon Musk but made walls. Of, so this is my question, though. Mm-hmm. You're sort of allowing the nature in, though. Well, but just for food. It's your controlled okay. nature. Uh, and then your fourth wall. Oh, is, don't break the fourth wall. I'm not going to break the fourth wall. I'm going to make it super strong, and it's going to protect your lifestyle mm-hmm. because it's going to have... Traps for mice, rats, raccoons, squirrels, right? Up in the eaves, there'll be traps uh-huh. for squirrels and but raccoons. But just in one wall. On one wall. So if they avoid that wall, they're going to be they're fine. They're not going uh, <laughs> to. And uh, there's going to be mechanisms inside that cleans, salts, dries, seasons, mm. And vacuum packs the meat. Oh, I see. So you're this is your your this is your this trapping and hunting wall. Is a meat factory. Okay. <laughs> right? So yeah. power goes out. Uh-huh. Don't worry. You got solar, you mm-hmm. got a power wall. Right. You got a water wall. Yep. You have a vegetable wall mm-hmm. and you have a meat wall. Mm-hmm. And you could put you could even sell like, you know, those little uh those little coffee office pods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could sell those with like Mexican seasoning and you could pop it in the wall. Uh-huh. Next batch of, 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 of cured varmints that come right, in you'll there. You'll have chorizo. Yeah. I love it. It's Power goes idea. out, doesn't matter. You're, you're, you, your air's blasting. Yeah, the thing is, you're, you're going to need a Nintendo. You're, you're going to need a fifth wall, though. You, you can put in more walls. You're going to need the defensive wall to keep everyone out. Like if you're at the point. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. Here's the thing. Everyone's got it. You're going to sell so many of them, right. everyone's going to be yeah. fine. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Right? To yeah. hell with, let the Russians have our power grid. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm making squirrel nachos over here. Oop, microwave's done. Oop. Oop. Yeah, that's solid. A lot of money. A lot, lot of, think of all the houses in America. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, if you ever watch the first Purge, uh huh. right? And, I mean, that sort of... You know, that guy, that character that uh, I don't remember the actor's name mm-hmm. played, but it was all about selling the uh, the security system. It was. For yeah. The, for the time, right? I mean, that was where all the money was. Yeah. This is that. Yeah. This is where this all is that money is. This is the security system yeah. for our time. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice one. Good call, Noel. I like it. Woo. Yeah. All right. Walls. Oh, right. My turn. Um <laughs> So I I feel like I'd be remiss to talk about walls and not bring up the elephant in the room or the baboon in the room, which is Donald Trump's... Oh, okay. Now where I thought you were going. Border wall. Okay. Where'd you think I was going? I thought you were going to say that the word's so close to balls. (laughs) (laughs) But you kind of did anyway. Uh, (laughs) Um. I was looking at I was you know when the like immediately when when I even suggested walls that yeah. of course was the first thing that had popped in my head. Yeah. 
right? It, 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 we, we had talked about it. It had just come out. I mentioned it. It was literally the day after he had said that he was willing to shut down the government if mm-hmm. he didn't get the money for his wall. Yep. So I was thinking to myself, well, like, let's look at what the current estimates for his walls were. Wall is. Mm-hmm. Right? And now, you know, there are a lot of estimates, okay? There's his original estimate, which is $10 billion uh-huh. for 1,000 miles of wall. There's uh, at, on one end, and that's the lowest end. And then on the upper end, the Democratic Congressional Caucus's uh, estimate of $70 billion yeah. for his wall. Yeah. That's a big mishmash in between. Then I read the Department of Homeland Security's estimate, which just for building the fencing was $22 billion. Okay. Seems like a lot of money. Yeah. There were others that were sort of there, but I decided, you know what? For the sake of the naysayers out there, I'm going to go with the Department of Homeland Security's estimate, okay. which I think many people still consider on the low side, mm-hmm. even if it's only by like four or five billion dollars. But, you know, let's just leave it at that. Sure. Twenty two billion dollars sure. just for the sake of my 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 argument. Um, so that's just for building the wall. Mm-hmm. Right. Then. The United States Corps of Engineers, who, you know, estimated that the 25-year life life cycle cost of the fence, Mm -hmm. meaning the upkeep of the fence over a 25-year period of of time, uh, would range from $16.4 million to $70 million per mile, Mm -hmm. right? And that obviously depends on where within the uh, uh, that mile lies. Yeah. Is it going to be up in the mountains? Is it going to be down by the rivers? Is it going to be in the desert? Is it going to be, you know, if it's, if it's you know, right on a road, it's a lot easier to, to repair than hauling everyone and everything up, mm-hmm. you know, a thousand feet up a mountain or whatever it is. So I was said like, okay, let's, let's again, just for the sake of numbers, let's, throw it right in the middle there at about $35 billion. Okay. Right? So anyway, <clears throat> then I was sort of thinking to myself, man, that's a lot of money to spend, right? $22 billion just to build it, $35 million per mile per year. Mm-hmm. Per year, per mile per year. Yeah. $35 million times 1,000 miles. Mm-hmm. That's what I come up with, like $35 billion. Wow. That's a lot of fucking yeah. money, man. Yeah. Right? And then I started looking at the math. So we're spending that kind of money for how many people? Like how many people are crossing the border annually, mm-hmm. illegally? And, well, you know, you're not going to get uh, uh, an exact number, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> When I was looking at numbers, in fiscal year 2017, there were 304,000 apprehensions. Okay. Okay, that means that's 304,000 people were caught. Many of those people actually just walked right up to the doors because they were asylum seekers, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The Border Patrol Department claims that they have an 80 to 85% apprehension rate. That seems... Like so, then that means that if three hundred four thousand people is the number of people that were apprehended in fiscal year twenty seventeen, 
That means there weren't that many more. There was another 20% of that is the ones who actually got through. Yeah. I read another um, uh, 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 report from 2013 from the Council on Foreign Relations that actually estimated that the Border Patrol success rate was closer to 50%. Okay. Okay? Now, I want to make a point here because I think just I, I just thought this was really interesting when I was looking at my uh, just doing the research. In the year 2000 was the highest level of, of apprehensions in the history of, of, of the Border Patrol apprehending uh, people, uh, illegals coming across the border. And they apprehended 1.6 million people. Uh-huh. Since then, in the, in, the seven, in the seven or eight years since then, you can see the difference in the apprehension rate. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is like 1.6 million. That is like a, a 200 plus percent drop. Mm-hmm. Right. And now it's sort of at the lowest rate it's ever been. But so I decided, again, for the sake of argument, for people who would to, sure. to not call my bias, yeah. I went with the Council on Foreign Relations estimate that the Border Patrol success rate is about 50 percent. OK. OK. So that means. If three hundred and four thousand were apprehended, then that means three hundred four thousand got through. Mm-hmm. OK. <clears throat> So that's 608,000 people tried to get into this country illegally. That's a lot of people. I thought about the money, like the per-person money that we're spending, right? Like we spend, what is it, 20-some-odd thousand dollars or 30-some-odd thousand dollars per prisoner in this country, Mm -hmm. right? Just regular prisoner. When I broke that this down, and I didn't even include, I just broke it down based on the annual cost of keeping up the wall. Mm -hmm. That if we maintain, and I did this based on 700,000 people, not even six, so basically an extra 100,000 people Mm -hmm. trying to get through. It came out to $57,142 per person. Okay. And that doesn't even include the cost of building the wall. Yeah. It doesn't include the cost of paying the Border Patrol agents. Uh-huh. It doesn't include the legal fees incurred for any time they have to go up in front of court. Mm-hmm. It doesn't include the cost of detaining these people, feeding them, setting up these horrific detention centers and paying the people to watch over them. Doesn't even include that. We're just talking about the maintenance of the border mm-hmm. thing. This is my idea. You're going to go to Donald Trump and you're going to pitch this idea to him. Yeah. And despite how he's going to say, I need my wall, I need my wall, I need my wall. Mm-hmm. You're going to change his mind because this is what you're going to do. Of that I was looking at what the average income for a family of four in Mexico is. Mm-hmm. It's $11,000 a year. Okay. This is what you're going to do. You're going to start Donald Trump's money wall. Yeah. You're going to basically, every illegal that tries to get into this country, you're going to stop and say, stop. <laughs> you don't want to come over here. No. What's over here for you? Some... a year job, half of which or more you're going to have to send home and then try to struggle to survive Mm -hmm. in in an apartment living with eight other guys that you have to lock your room 
when you when you go out that you may even share a room where you're sleeping there during the day and another guy's sleeping at night or vice versa. All your stuff is kept in a bag in a footlocker. Yeah. No. No. I'm going to give you forty thousand dollars. Uh huh. Forty thousand dollars. That is basically. Eh, let's make it forty-four thousand dollars. That is basically for you, your family, your kids. I don't care where you're from. Mm-hmm. You're not going to leave Mexico. You're not going to leave Mexico. You're going to stay in Mexico. You're escaping whatever violence and horrificness is going on in your country. That's fine. Don't go back. I'm not telling you to go back there. Go wherever you want, just not the United States. Mm-hmm. But you're going to do it with $44,000 American dollars in your pocket. Yeah. You can start your own business. You yeah. can start a new life. You can do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to come into America. This is a gift from the great President Donald Trump. They're going to fucking love you, dude. Yeah. They're going to fucking love you. Now, right? Building statues of Trump. I was saying $40,000, just for my math, but okay. we're, we'll up it a little bit. That leaves $17,142 per person yeah. left over. Yeah. You're going to pitch... This is your pitch. With this new deal, you don't have to build this wall. That is $22 billion the American taxpayer doesn't have to pay. Yeah. Okay? You're going to pitch. With this deal, we don't need a massive border patrol agency. We don't need ICE. We don't need detention centers. We don't need lawyers. We don't need judges. We don't need MREs for these kids Uh lying alone, crying for their mamas. We don't need to drug them to shut them up anymore. Yeah. No. All that money saved, billions of dollars saved. You're going to get that extra $17,142 per person. Yeah. In one year, right? If you times that times 700000 that is $12 billion yeah. in your pocket. And you don't need employees. You're the guy. Once this, the word starts getting around that this crazy gringo yeah. is giving away American oh, dollars to stay, they yeah. will find you. You can be like, they will be lining Waldo? up. Yeah, they will know exactly. You don't need. You don't need to advertise it. You don't need to. <clears throat> you will just be the guy sitting at the border. Yeah. Getting people to leave, not coming to America. Yeah. <clears throat> Zero. Illegal aliens coming into this country. Yeah. You will have solved the illegal alien crisis. You will uh, be a hero in yeah. the country. Yeah. You will make Trump, which it's always good to have friends in high places, you'll make him look like a genius, and you will be so rich yeah. so quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, $12 billion a year That's for a 25 years? Yeah. Come on Come now. On. Yeah. Brilliant. That's it. Brilliant. Uh, you know, I... Didn't end up going with this, but I was toying around with an idea mm-hmm. where uh, Trump's never going to be able to build his fucking wall. And uh, w- we're never going to be able to get rid of people that do these vital functions in our economy. And we have entire industries based on paying people too little to work to live now, right? Mm-hmm. So you'd have to somehow make it look like a win for Trump for them to stay and also legitimize what all these people now consider of racism being a uh, positive trait in humans 
So you are going to go and make a marketing company mm-hmm. that uh, endorses the idea of, you know, there's the glass ceiling mm-hmm. that women have tr- been right, trying right, to break right. through. Yeah. You're going to endorse the idea of a glass wall. Oh. And it's an income wall uh-huh. surrounding all these Mexicans and keeping them out of your oh, job. There you go. Right? They're, they're on the other side of the glass wall in their bad paying job. You know, I think it's interesting that you call it the glass wall mm-hmm. because, you, as you may recall, Donald Trump, one of his requirements for the wall is it had to be see through. Bing boom. So you can see the guys throwing the drug bags over. Because if some guy hucks a 60-pound mm-hmm. bag of drugs over a 30-foot wall and it yeah. lands on your head, yeah. you're getting hurt. Yeah. I like the idea that he thinks an individual yeah. or even a few individuals can actually huck a 60-pound bag of anything <laughs> over a 30-foot wall. Yeah. If you've ever watched CrossFitters, they do this thing where they take kegs yeah. and they try to throw them over their heads yeah. over a thing like 10 feet top. Sure. So... That shows you the reality that the great dictator, Herr Trump, lives in. Sure. Anyway, Noel. Anyway, uh, you guys, if you want to give us some money, feel free. Reach out. Uh, you go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page. Hit the sponsor button. You can pledge an amount. And uh, half that money goes to Josh and I. Mm-hmm. Rewards us for our, our wonderful insight. Incredible. Incredible. We've solved a lot of problems so far Just today. Just today. Yeah. I mean, massive problems. Yeah. I thought of a horrible solution to the wall oh, thing, too. Oh, let me hear it. I like horribles. Right? I can tell you. I mean, you I You don't want to... We're building all these internment camps. We're building a wall. It's costing money. We uh, make a thousand-mile-long internment camp. Yeah, where it's just like a, a, a wall on each side, and it's just a strip down the middle. Yeah, like in prison. Then you there's know, no they have sort of building the, of the wall or maintenance. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, works they've for me. saved. Whatever. Anyway, uh, if if you don't like Josh or probably me for that last <laughs> idea, uh, you can just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the uh, pledge button, pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount of money. All that money goes Radio Free Brooklyn. You get a tax break, and you get to feel like a good person. If you're uh, saying, uh, you know, if you're a hippie, you don't like supporting people with money, you can download the app. iPhone, Android, doesn't matter. You can download, you can listen to all the shows. All the shows. All the shows. We take pride in supporting you becoming rich. And giving an idea so chock full of ideas doesn't, it's not enough for us. We what need are, to put what more. Are you blathering on about about how we. It's not enough. <laughs> it's never enough. You always take and take and take. So here, here's more for you. The get rich quick tip of the week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. While many of us simply forget about freebies by throwing them away. More ingenious folk have stored them and managed to convert their free goods from useless trash to lots of cash. And I mean a lot. You would assume working at a Lady Gaga concert was already a reward in itself, but for one person, it turned into something a lot bigger. Or should I say smaller? During the performance, Gaga's false nail fell off on stage, which was found after the gig. The nail was then sold online for $12,000. I guess after making that much money, 
All there was left to do was just dance. There you go. $12,000 for a single fall snail from Lady Gaga. Wow. That's great. Yeah. You know, if, 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 this is another thing I thought of mm-hmm. while you were talking about the price of the wall. Mm-hmm. If you are like a Mexican gangster rapper, do they mm-hmm. have them? I guess. Sure, yeah. Right? Yeah. What you want to do mm-hmm. is the second they finish the wall, run and get yourself caught. You want to be the first person caught because you can legit- legitimately say that America spent whatever, $30 billion mm-hmm. to keep you out That's right. and to catch you. That's right. Because at that point, they will have, and you will be the most notorious criminal, and you'll have a massive career. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Fantastic. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, guys, walls. I wish, I wish we had more Mexican listeners. <laughs> I know. We should, right? Yeah. I like, I like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what were you going to say? I like Mexicans? I like everything. I like Mexican food. I like Mexican people. I like Mexican culture. You know, there's a a burgeoning Haitian community in Mexico. I just learned. I'm sure there is because a lot of them made their way after the after the hurricane and earthquake. Uh-huh. They made their way to South America and worked their way up and couldn't get into the states. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, walls. So I wanted to look into what missed opportunities are there with walls. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought about, you know, when you go to restaurants and bars and they've got like the front page or the new or the sports page or the comics page of the newspapers stuck on the wall above the urinal. What? You've never been to a, like a place and you go to take a whiz and above the urinal they've got posted today's paper, never. the front page or the never. comics or the sports. Never. Really? Never. I mean, I don't generally, you know, I'm not in public place. You know, I'm not a guy who works in an office or anything, yeah. so I'm never in that situation. No, 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 not an office. <clears throat> it's in, like, restaurants and bars. I don't go to bars. Yeah. Maybe it's not a New York thing. Maybe it's more of, like, a Chicago I've thing. I've seen advertisements over urinals, which I always thought was weird. There's also... More old school places will just stick like the front page really? of the newspaper. I've there. never seen that. Or more often, the sports or the comics. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Uh, but I have always loved that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, I read about an experiment in London, England, not London, Ontario, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they placed CPR educational posters in the bathrooms of a dormitory. And people from that dormitory with the CPR posters consistently did better on the CPR exam than other people. So they posted them in the, just in the dorms, not in the bathrooms. In the over bathrooms. The, oh, over, over the, the urinals? urinals okay. In the stalls, All right? Okay. right? Um, so, uh, and the person who did this uh, study felt that he wanted to use this as a way to supplement CPR education. And all I could think about when I read that was talk about thinking small, mm. right? So I was thinking through ways to teach, advertise, entertain using high tech bathroom walls, you know, with video and sound. Maybe you could go in and hooks up to your phone and you could play your game on the stall wall. Mm-hmm. Or I don't, I don't know. I was trying to, all these things bounced through my head. But then I thought, who's going to pay for that, though, right? Where's the market, right? Because people would love it, but not enough to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
They'll stick to their phone and their iPad in the bathroom. Right. Businesses certainly wouldn't want to pay for it. It'd encourage people to spend too long in the bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. If it's a restaurant or some other thing like that, it's clogging them up the bathroom so they can't be used by other customers. Or if it's an office, people avoiding work. Mm -hmm. They want the opposite. So let's sell them the opposite, right? This is something that you love talking about, and you have mentioned several times in different uh, schemes and shows, Mm -hmm. uh, the brown note, Mm -hmm. right? So I just want to mention that earlier in the show, uh I think the brown note must have happened because I got this overwhelming need to shit, yeah. and I'm just barely holding on. <laughs> okay, all right. Just so well, you know. I'm not going to play it. Okay. I'm just going to talk about it. Uh-huh. So the brown note is an infrasonic frequency that can cause humans to crap. Uh, most experiments are by the military, right? Things like armored vehicles that could play it at riots or disperse crowds mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, but what you're going to do is you're going to build bathroom stall walls that would play bursts of the brown note. Uh, workers or patrons would quickly do their business, get back to work or shopping. Uh, no need to build rows of toilets because everyone's in and out in no time. Mm-hmm. So the they save on real estate of how many toilets need to be built, cleaned, how much percentage of your acreage is, is taken up by toilets. It's a win, 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 win for the business, which means they're going to pay, 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 pay you. There you go. A lot of money. I Now I know why you th- thought that was the idea I was going to like the most. Yeah. I actually preferred the first idea. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying I don't like this one. This would be great. Yeah, and, and you would have some control, right? <laughs> you right. know, You know what's going to come. Mm-hmm. Say, say there's like a, a set. It's going to go 30 seconds after the stall door closes. Right? Right. So you know that's going to happen. There's a button that you can make it happen earlier, right? So you can get in, undo your pants, sit down in the toilet, and then you can preemptively punch that button. Mm-hmm. So it's not just inflicted on you. Okay, so and it you makes know it that faster. it's happening. Oh, yeah. You as the no, it's person, not a surprise. It's not a surprise. It's the society we live in right. once you create this. It's, it's a literal purge. It's a literal <laughs> purge, yeah. It can actually be called the literal purge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 1230, time for the literal purge. Bloop. No, I like it. Good idea. Yep. All right. I guess I got uh, to do mine quickly, right? Uh, you got some time. Okay. So let's talk about walls, Noel. But yep. let's not talk about the walls. We've been talking about solid, actual, physical, tangible walls. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the walls that we put up around ourselves, yeah. our emotional walls. Yeah. I know you yeah. have many emotional walls. Oh, so many. Layered, like wall after wall after wall after wall that needs to just get mm-hmm. smashed down by my constant support and love. <laughs> um uh, you know, for those of you out there who don't know what emotional walls are that are so uh, either unaware of, of their own emotional state mm-hmm. or are so uh, 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 perfectly attuned with themselves yeah. and the world around them emotionally, uh, it's what happens when people retreat into themselves to avoid any kind of dialogue uh, that they fear might ma- end up making them feel worse uh-huh. about themselves or uh, about anything in general. Um uh, uh, feelings that uh, uh, people have when they go through this can range from uh, feeling unworthy or worthless about themselves mm-hmm. to 
a, a, a non-entity or being invisible to the people around them, uh, being inadequate or defective or incompetent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when you were an incel, for instance, these were a lot of the feelings that you were feeling. <laughs> really? Um, feeling that, that you are stupid or foolish or silly or cowardly, uh-huh. uh, humiliated. I mean, just every sort of negative, uh, 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 shameful feeling that one could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the feelings you have as you put these walls up and 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 retreat deeper into yourself? Yeah, uh, they are uh, destructive to relationships. Mm-hmm. They are destructive to self worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 they are destructive to work mm-hmm. um, because of the le- you know being unable to work with people because yeah. or communicate with people clearly. Um, and it's bad, and it happens to people. And the problem with these walls is you put them up, and it's hard to get through them. Yeah. You know, they're defense mechanisms, and you retreat further and further into them as time goes on. Uh, getting through them is is very difficult and, and uh, can take years and years and years and years of therapy, and that's if you're open to it. Yeah. Well, that's too too long. What happens? You've gone through multiple boyfriends or girlfriends. Yeah. You've gone through uh, uh, multiple jobs, and it just seems like it's getting worse. So yeah. I was looking up, who doesn't have these feelings? And I was originally going down the line of Asperger's or autism. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, but that's there's a whole lot of other shit going on there. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd want that for you. But then, sociopaths. Yeah. You know? And I looked up about sociopaths. Sociopaths don't, don't actually understand any of these feelings they don't know what a feeling is to them feelings are not are an abstract concept mm-hmm. um and they cannot grasp them yeah they are just words they have a sense uh 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 of what the word means yeah. but they don't actually feel it so to them the word grief and the word dog are essentially could essentially be interchangeable. Sure. Means nothing. And then I was like, and they do have sun feelings. They have like primitive anger feelings, mm-hmm. real rage they can get into. But generally, uh, uh, feelings like anxiety, they don't have. Yeah. Uh, 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 shame, they don't have. Mm. Uh, uh, feelings of, of any feeling that would, that would qualify as a lack of self-worth, they don't have. They don't, they just don't have it. Yeah. And I was sort of looking like, well, can you become a high-functioning sociopath? Uh-huh. And what I was reading is sociopathy is actually both nature and nurture. Okay. There is actual biological aspect to sociology that you are born with, uh-huh. um, and then your nurture, as you go along, brings it out. Yeah. So if you aren't born with this sort of biological thing, how do you get it? Yeah. And then I saw... Uh, Traumatic brain injury, specifically to the paralimbic systems, can cause someone to develop a sociopathic personality. So basically what you're going to do, people are going to come to you and they want to get rid of these walls. They want to be able to work with people. They want to be able to be successful Uh in their lives. And you are going to just go in and fuck around with the paralimbic system and boom, there you go. So there you go, guys. Uh, We don't have time for anything else. Eh, We can go. Yeah, let's go. Go with what? Keep going. With? With uh, rules? Yeah, we could do it all. Okay. Uh, uh, 
So, uh, you guys, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on Twitter at GRQJoshNoel. You can email us at GRQWithJoshAndNoel at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQJoshNoel. You can go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review anywhere where you get podcasts. If you only listen to us in podcast form, we urge you, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everyone else. Uh, and as a matter of fact... If you were to listen to us, you wouldn't even get this part because uh, we Josh's scheme went a little bit beyond the cutoff. So at that point, that's why I said keep going oh, because we're, we were already past right. the cutoff for the show. So this is bonus content mm-hmm. for the people online. I mean, on wherever. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You need to know what to do with it. It's going to build a wall between you and your spouse and your friends and your family. You want those walls, but you want to control them. So, Mr. Josh. Please take it away. Send that money! <laughs> the Kuratas is a rideable robot that can be operated by the user. It was built by the Japanese company Suidobashi Heavy Industry in 2012. It was designed by artist Kogoro Kutata, who said, When I was a kid, I thought there was going to be giant robots in the future. But no matter how long I waited, people were only able to make small robots. Kutata said he didn't want to wait any longer and decided to make one himself. The operator sits in a seat in the body of the robot or can be controlled remotely. It can pick up objects and can be equipped with accessories like a BB rotary cannon or a launcher that can fire water bottles. It currently can't walk, but instead it drives on four wheels. It also has a price tag of $1.3 million. I guess, I guess my thing is if it can't walk and it drives on four wheels, isn't it just a assault vehicle? Yeah. It's not like a robot. No. Right? It, well, it can't move independently. You have to control it. Yeah. I just don't know why it's considered a robot. I don't know. But buy it anyway, guys. Buy several of them. Uh, you know, Josh and I have full faith and confidence in our ideas. How do you know that they're good enough to quit your job, leave your family, take out loans, rack up your credit cards? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by Josh. Where they come from this week? Uh, this week, we're still going with how to be a successful businessman, 50 rules of entrepreneurship. Okay. Because there's so many, and they're so good. Yeah. Uh, number one, yeah. focus on the few, not the many. That's right. Focus on the few that uh, immigrants that are actually trying to get across that wall, not the many that we're being told. That's right. <laughs> um, number two, stop seeking constant approval from others. That's right. Become a sociopath. Yep. There you go. Two for two. Uh, number three, time matters more than money. Yeah, and you have all the time in the world when you still got power, That's meat, right. vegetables, and water. That's right. Uh, three for three. What do you want to do? One or two one, more? One more. Let's one do it. One more? Yeah. Get great people on your bus. Yeah, get great people on your bus, right? And you know why they're on the bus? Because they didn't miss the bus because they pooped in about 10 seconds because there was a brown note. Yeah, I missed the bus. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I should have just pulled my pants down and, and, and pooped in the sweating Dude, wall. I saw you oh, at yeah. one point going into a fart frenzy over there. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> it was awful, but it was also belching, and I got a splitting headache. I thought I was having some sort of heart episode, but I just it's just sitting at the door, and it's going to be straight diarrhea the All minute right. I get up. Let's do this. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> there it is on that brown note, yeah. guys. Um, we were perfect. Four for four. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. Um, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. 
Thank you.